The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to That's So Retrograde. Hello. Really excited to be sitting here with you today, Steph. Me too, Elizabeth. As usual. Per usual. Last week's episode with Remington talked about the numerology of the year. Mm -hmm. Got me really stoked for this 2020 portal that we're in. Me too. I have to say I listened back to the episode as though I was just a fan (laughs) because I am a fan. And man, he dropped some fucking knowledge. A warm bath and getting paid? Sign me up. <laughs> okay, I'm here for that. This year's the dreamer. Let's do it. I'm Let's so do into it. it. And we're continuing the harnessing the energies of the year ahead today. We are so excited to be welcoming back Amby Kavanaugh, a.k.a. Alchemy with Amby, a.k.a. Uh, Astro Guide for That's So Retrograde for so many years now. I love that we're just laying the foundation of the energies of the year with the first two episodes. Yeah. Really well done on the editorial calendar, Elizabeth. Why, thank you, <laughs> Stephanie. Uh, so let's just, we pre-recorded this. Yeah, we did. Pulling the curtain back. We're just going to hop right into that conversation and all will be revealed. And you know what? I remember during the recording, she was talking about about the eclipses and the moon and that just happened this weekend. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of excited for you guys to hear what she had to say and now sort of like reflect back and put the little puzzle pieces together because it was a, I thought it was an interesting and beautiful weekend. I agree. We both had some interesting wild dreams. Uh Uh-huh. We stepped out of our comfort zone. We did karaoke. Yes. In front of a live audience. Yes. Let's hit all of that roses and thorns at the end of the show so everyone can just be on the edge of their seat. Don't fall off those chairs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, bring it to the convo. Amby, welcome back to the program. Thank welcome. you. Thank so, you, thank So 2020 now marks, what, five years since we've been yes. knowing you? Isn't that crazy? Wild. It's been good. Yeah. It's been good. It's been uh, huge. Trend- my nose. Yeah, please I'm don't so pick sorry. your nose. It's gross. <laughs> 2020 me doesn't give a fuck. I had such a was when we did the sound bath event that we closed the year yeah. off with. I had like a such a beautiful flashback to when we first met and you invited us to it was the first sound bath I had ever done. Yes. In your living room. Yeah. And there was probably 15 people there. Oh, and now you're doing these sound baths and a hundred people show up. That's yeah. right. I remember and those little ones. I loved those so much. The event we got to do for our listeners, it was so many people in attendance's first sound bath. It was yeah. so cool to experience it. It was so magical. So yeah. thank oh, you. Thank you all for that. Thank you for having me. Um no, that was that was really cool when I used to do them at home on the lounge yeah. floor. Yeah. And now you don't even live there anymore. I know. So much and so much has happened. You've gotten married, you've had a child. A real expander, if you ask me. For real. Uh, it's been a crazy five years. And for you guys. Mm-hmm. But here we are. New decade. Not only new year, but new decade. New decade. Guys. Who dis? Pretty who wild. Dis. So tell us, um, you know, I think that there's been a lot of pressure around mm-hmm. the new decade. End of 2019, people seem to be like scrambling to figure out who they were going to be in the future. <laughs> and I just feel like it'd be so great if you could kind of illuminate the space of what we can 
expect in a gentle way what we're going to be working with? You know, I wish I could be more gentle. With oh. the- <laughs> okay. I wish I could be a bit more gentle. But I think that this 2020 is a year of reckoning. And it's a year of reckoning for ourselves as individuals and for the collective. It's a year where we almost like a pressure cooker where it's like all the pot that's boiling is kind of coming to a bubble. Things are coming to a bubble. And when I say things are coming to the bubble, it's like it's going to be the last year of Saturn and Capricorn. The year kicked off with Saturn and Pluto both conjoining, joining up together in Capricorn. That is a conjunction that happens in different signs every 35-ish years. And the fact that it's happening to start off this new decade and the fact that it's happening in Capricorn, which hasn't happened for hundreds and hundreds of years, shows us that as a collective, and as I mentioned, I think, at our Soundbath event that we closed 2019 off with, we are going through a massive transformation, destruction, and a reconfiguring of all those authority structures, um, patriarchal systems, governments, banking systems, everything, you know, as a collective across the world, not just in America. And so this pressure cooker feeling that we've had for the last few years is almost coming to a boil in 2020. And it's a year of reckoning. And I feel it's very much a karmic year where we are going to be reaping what we've sown, um, again, collectively and as individuals. So expect more, you know, in terms of the political landscape and things that we're seeing with societal issues, I think that we're going to see so much more of that this year. Mm. And I think there's going to be a lot more tension and I'm afraid to say probably a lot more division as well. But I think that it has, I don't just think, I know that it has a purpose for us. I know that it has a purpose in how we can evolve as for how humanity can evolve, how this country can evolve, how all all sort of Western democracies can evolve. So it's going to be full on. Can I ask an astro question? Mm-hmm. I was under the impression that a conjunction mm-hmm. was a positive aspect. Hi. Well, you know, this is the complexity of astrology. That's the two houses away one, right? Yeah. So no, 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 no. A conjunction is when they're at the same degree. Oh, okay. okay. Or like a couple of degrees apart. Okay. So a conjunction is when two planets join together. Right. So imagining it's like two different energies joining together. I now, see. of course, that could be if you had, for example, Jupiter good planet, expansive planet, planet about luck and healing and abundance, joining up with your sun, the essence of who you are, that's going to be a really welcome, you mm-hmm. know, uh, welcome aspect. You're going to be like, that's a great Jupiter-Sun conjunction. I mean, that's when I got pregnant, right? right? And, and and delivered the baby, Jupiter conjunct Sun. But if you have Saturn, who is sort of like that karmic, like cosmic taskmaster, and you have yeah. Pluto, the great destroyer and transformer, joining up together in Sirius Capricorn, that's like a heavy cosmic energy conjunction. And it just stays wise. there for how long? It was building in late 2019. Okay. And then it's kicked off the, the start. It was exact just a couple of days ago after the eclipse. Okay. Um, so after the lunar eclipse, which was on the 10th of January, on the 12th of January, the Saturn-Pluto conjunction was exact, but it was pretty much exact at the lunar eclipse. So if you've been feeling those feels from that very intense eclipse, then there's a reason for that. It's because you're tapping into that energy. And it is just basically like transformation and shadow And destruction and rebirth meets karma. And I mean, even just me saying that, right? I mean, I'm scared. (laughs) As a conjunction, those two energies joining together is just intense and heavy, but it has a purpose. And it has. You can run, but you can't hide. Do you know what? That is such a good tagline. Seriously. I should have stolen that for soul astrology. <laughs> it's yours. Okay, I'm taking that. Go for um, it. <laughs> I will quote you. Thank you. Um, I love that. Um, so yeah, you know, it's an intense year. But then at the same time, we've got Jupiter, who's the gift giver, 
finally joining up in Capricorn, bringing a little bit of lightness and a little bit of his healing and a little bit of the gift to the Capricorn ruled parts of our lives and the world in the natural zodiac. So all those issues of sort of governments and things like that and the patriarchal systems. So I think that we are going to see a positive shift this year Mm -hmm. and we are going to see some of the fruits of our labours from the last few years. But I'm just telling everyone now as we're starting off 2020 that what you're doing, especially in January because it is eclipse season, what you do at the beginning of this year, what you choose to deal with, to let go of, to transform the seeds you choose to plant is not only going to affect this year, but it's going to affect the next decade of your life. Cool. No pressure. No pressure. You know, I remember halfway through 2019, I kind of had this like slap in the face realization of like, I need to clear out right now Mm. to prepare for what's to come. And I feel like maybe January is like the one of the last opportunities to really like be fucking real about what you're clearing out. That's exactly right. And I think it's funny, I remember you and I having a conversation yeah. around that time and it was around the eclipses. You were just over sort the of, summer. Over the summer. Yeah. You you sort of said, I I'm just done. I need to sort myself out and I'm mm-hmm. going to do XYZ. And you did it. Yeah. And I think that you were consciously and unconsciously or subconsciously working with the eclipse energies. Maybe. And that is exactly right. Those yeah. eclipses come every six months. So people should be you know, taking this, this is the whole point of cosmic consciousness, which is the essence of astrology, is to to harness this energy and use it in a positive way to not say, I am being pushed by the cosmos to do this, that and the other, but to just work with it to create what you want. Right. What do you want to create this year and this decade? So many things. A lot of stuff. Yeah. What do you want to let go of? What do What structures do you want? What do you want the foundation to be of your life? Okay, let's take a time out from this interview. Yeah, let's wake up. Or Or go to sleep. (laughs) Hacking sleep is such a big issue that we all face. Always. For me, I have no trouble falling asleep, but Mm -hmm. staying asleep can sometimes be a challenge. Same, but that's also because of my weak bladder. Oh, also same. (laughs) (laughs) However, we came across a very cool new discovery in this website and product line called RemRise. That's right. RemRise is a personalized sleep solution that uses natural plant-based formulas to help calm the mind, relax the body, and get your circadian rhythm back on track for a better, more restorative sleep. Okay. And guess what, Elizabeth? Tell me. It's drug-free. No groggy side effects, baby. That's the way to be. All you have to do is head over to getremrise.com slash retrograde and take their free sleep quiz. I took took the quiz. You took it? I took it. I took it. And I got worked up. Mm -hmm. And That tracks. Yep. mm -hmm. (laughs) And they then prescribed for me chilled out. And how's it going? Are you feeling more chilled out? I'm really enjoying it. Good. I'm just a few days through. They're they're labeled per day. Mm -hmm. And so far, I'm really into it. And on top of that, when we discovered Remrise, we went to Carolyn Barron, our acupuncturist. What were her thoughts? She loved it. She loved the compounds. And she said that was exactly what she recommends her patients. Yeah, it's really cool the way that they do the formula and they label it by day. It's like on a cyclical basis. Mm -hmm. So you just open the packet and it's there for you. What was I always on? I believe so. That's right. I got always on and now I'm I'm powering off. You know what? I'm powering off right now because this ad's about to be over. (laughs) (laughs) So again, take your free sleep quiz. So go to getremrise.com slash retrograde. Take their sleep quiz. When you sign up, you'll get your first week of Remrise for free. Just pay shipping. I love it. That's getremrise.com slash retrograde. Take your free sleep quiz. Find out your sleep profile and get to rest in y'all. Now back to the show. 
I also feel like you told me something where it was like, there's kind of not going to be this ability to like get away. Like Jupiter and Capricorn is like, yeah, Jupiter's benevolent, but it's like has to play by the rules. That's exactly right. Why? Because Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn and Saturn's like, you have to get serious and get your shit done basically in order to achieve and have success. And Jupiter comes along and says, hey, you, you've been working out or trying to like improve your health or trying to improve your finances or trying to improve your life, blah, putting boundaries in. Boundaries is a big big theme this year, by the way, Mm. you are going to get rewarded for those efforts in this way. And you're going to have very, it's like you're going to have very stable foundation for that success. So the success that you build won't just be transient. It will be the success that takes you over the next decade and even beyond. Can you speak a little bit more about the theme of boundaries? Yeah. I'm like, you know, Saturn, who's the ruler of Capricorn, is a planet that has a ring literally around it, a ring of kind of, it looks like a ring of like ice. Like a moat. Almost. A boundary. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a moat. Oh my God, I haven't heard that word in so long. How fun. I like that word. I used to be so intrigued by moats. Oh, maybe. I want one in my home. Maybe that's the subconscious thing about boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to come in my house, you have to swim through this moat. I would love that. <laughs> no, you would have a drawbridge. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what if I like, what if I put the moat in and then I ran out of money and then like the bridge was like coming soon? <laughs> then you really would have to get there by shit. Talk about boundaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's actually kind of like putting up a wall. But anyway, we don't want to talk about walls. Yeah. Um, you know, boundaries are physical, they're emotional, they're energetic, they're Mm -hmm. spiritual. And the thing with boundaries is boundaries are actually the key to freedom in our life. Boundaries is having boundaries with yourself. You may have self-sabotaging habits that you engage in. And boundaries is like, I'm not going to wake up and go straight on my phone. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to meditate. I'm going to wake up, I'm going to journal. I'm going to wake up and have my cup of tea or coffee. Just being present. So it's bound, Sydney, that's just an example of a small boundary. Or for my case, I'm not going to overcommit and overschedule because I'm a yes person and a people pleaser, right? So I do that. Then I get resentful. Then I get overwrought and overwhelmed. I can't do that anymore. So FYI, I'm going to be saying no to a lot of things this year. <laughs> You're like, I'm not trying to hang out, guys. <laughs> By the way, I never thought you were. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel bad. Your boundaries, I'm just respecting there's, them. Um, there's something that Megan Wallace-James said on an episode of ours last year where she said firm boundaries and wild freedom within. Mm. And it is one of my favorite ideas. Just it applies to everything. And it's so. That's, that is on point. Yeah, it's so on point. It's so on point for this year because at the end of the day, we look at boundaries as being a bad thing, but boundaries give us freedom, the freedom to be who we really are, the freedom to do what we're meant to be doing, and the freedom to experience the most fulfillment for life. We need to have boundaries with ourselves and with others this year. And we have to remember that boundaries start with us. You can't blame someone else for it. Do you think we look at them as a bad thing sometimes because it's like an inconvenient truth? Because I actually think that the the concept as it... That was never something that was like really introduced to me as like a structural concept until mm-hmm, I got a little mm-hmm. bit older. And once I've begun to like understand what that is and how to apply it, I actually think it's amazing. But you know, it's not easy always to receive from someone else or to create the discipline within yourself. I think especially in the spiritual wellness community, there's been some sort of it's like we've got to be good vibes to everyone. We've got to love everyone. We've got to be, you know, and so the boundaries is like, oh, you're putting up a wall. You're not being, you know, loving. You're not being this, that, and the other. And I think I see. That, that I think that's where there can be, you know, people sort of look at boundaries as being a negative thing, like you're keeping other people out. And what I would say is, you know, if you're putting a wall up, well, in some cases, you need to have that boundary. But I think yeah. like a boundary doesn't necessarily have to be a wall. I actually no, feel like it it's radical self-care to really be able to check in and say, 
this works for me, this doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's about setting up systems that lean more towards things working for you. Also, I'm sorry. I like that I'm, a lot. And I'm over the whole like, you're not allowed to say you don't like someone. Like, it's not mean if you're just like, I don't like being in with that person. No, so I'm creating a boundary where I'm not making myself available to them. That's honest. Like, you know what's not cool and honest is hanging out with someone or being friends with someone that's not real. Yeah. And I actually, you know, I was going to post something online that says you don't have to be everyone's friend, but then people please was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't post that. <laughs> but, it's, but it's true, but you don't, right? No. And, and what, why is that self-care? Because if you're going out and hanging out with somebody who you don't really resonate with anymore or, you know, whatever it is, that's not self-care. As you said, it's that radical self-care. Radical self-care is going, I have a limited amount of time. This is Capricorn energy, by the way. We have a finite amount of time and energy. What are we going to put it towards? Who are we going to put it towards? Where are we going to put that time and energy? It's also unkind to a person or a situation if you're lying. Like, it, you're might, being it might be self-care, but it's also like respectful of the situation because you're not being true. Yeah, you're not exactly. being real. Do you have any ideas for maybe how to narrow down what our important boundaries are, like prime boundaries for us personally? Yes. Um, I feel very much, honestly, look at your time and your energy levels and where Mm. is your time and energy. A good thing to do, and again, this is different for everyone, but for me, something that I did was have my three thing a day rule. Like I could do three things a day. And by that, I mean that I couldn't then go and have a breakfast with someone, a workout class, do my client sessions and have a tea with somebody else and have a dinner with someone else. It's just not possible, right? I could do out of those my work, maybe a workout session and maybe one of the social things. Three things a day that you can do. Mm -hmm. And again, for someone else, that could be more than three things. It could be something else. But look at your time and manage your time effectively. And and prioritize. Prioritize, you know, because you can't do everything and be everything for everyone. Right. And remember that. So if you take your time and look at your time as this energy resource that you have and look about what are your priorities this year? Every year we have a different set of priorities. And maybe your priority this year is your spiritual development. Maybe it's a business, you know, it's work or it's a professional achievement. Maybe it's a relationship thing. You know, whatever it is that's your priority role. I like to look at roles this year. What is your most important role? Then look at your role and go, okay, so I have to have boundaries that allow that role to flourish. most. I really like that. Your role. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. What is your role? I had an interesting boundary I had to form with myself last year. I started off the year, I had this list and I was like, here's my self-care list. And I need to like pick one every morning and that's going to be the thing. And of course that fell off and then came back around to it. And it was not a list anymore. It was like journal, meditate, workout, Pick one. One of those things, Mm -hmm. you know, is going to put you in a good place, set you off for the day. And it doesn't even have to be in the morning. That was my other thing. It was like, it's in the morning. And if I don't do it in the morning, it doesn't happen. It's like, actually, I can schedule it at any time. And just the freedom within those boundaries was so freeing. Freedom freeing? Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. I also have a suggestion of of how to kind of like wrangle this because I did it I do this from time to time and it's literally just making a list and writing everything that you feel is a priority and writing like X is a priority, Y is a priority, Z is a priority and like seeing how many things you really like have as a priority for yourself and then figuring out from seeing it written down and looking at it exactly like, okay, I only have so much time in a day if like exercise and meditation and work are my priorities, 
are your friendships not a priority? Is your relationship not a priority? Like being super honest about what the priority is yes. is a really good way to tap into yourself. No, I think that I think the, you've both picked up on two things that I want to just sort of mention. Well, I think one thing, Elizabeth, that you point out, which is so important, is to be flexible. Mm-hmm. To be flexible with your boundaries and with the things that are priorities in your life and to understand that the more fluid you can be in some ways by you saying, I need one of those things to happen daily for me to feel good about myself and have the best possible day. It doesn't need to, I don't need to be self-imposing this morning ritual thing. I can just do it in the afternoon. I can work out or I can journal or meditate in the evening. Or maybe I wake up in the morning and I want to do it then. That's really, and I saw you flourish with that. So that mm. was really lovely to see. And I think the thing that you've picked up on, Stephanie, is this thing about, you know, that I touched on earlier, which is you can't be everything to everyone, right? And every year is going to call for different things and different priorities and different aspects of your life and yourself that you need to prioritize. And I think that you have to look at that list and sort of say, you know, just because your priority, it's like for me, to be honest with you, socializing is probably going to fall this year. Why? I'm, I've got a Andy, let's way. be real though. Were you ever putting socialization <laughs> like, why does she on always, the top of your she list? She acts like that's something that we're like, she's like, oh. I have a child now. I can't do that. Come on. It's like you've always been like I'd that. I'd be like, we're going to hang out. You'd be like, I'm free in a month and a half. Literally, scheduling <laughs> with you is like scheduling with the fucking president. El Jefe over here. Fucking. Oh my god, you made me laugh so much. But can I just say, I have been a lot more sociable. No, you haven't. <laughs> this is this is really making me pee my pants. Um, it's okay, um, you just had a kid. Well, I know. But <laughs> no, it's like low pelvic, yeah, pelvic floor issues, TMI. Um, no, but even more so. And wow. the thing is, I just because it's it's well, it's really good to see. You. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm doing all these group things. And I'm trying to. Do <laughs> oh my god I feel like the world's worst friend right now no, um, you're good. But, but you know it's, it's not a priority and that's your boundary and we respect it <laughs> oh my god I will see you both now I'm gonna be like okay can we have a monthly date yes but I think I do monthly Elizabeth we hiked every week for how long we did long until time. you got really pregnant <laughs> which to be fair I couldn't make my way up the mountain you know I feel like it's a great time to stop and say thank you to a partner that we really love. Gratitude, baby. That's right. Every day. We are talking about the real real today. They are the leading reseller of authenticated luxury consignment items from top designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more. Oh my God, 90% off retail. Ow, my foot. You just <laughs> dropped a lot of names. You can shop and consign women's and men's luxury fashion and streetwear, as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home. Wow. New arrivals, they're up there daily. And every item undergoes the real, real's meticulous, meticulous authentication. How do I say Authenticity. <laughs> New arrivals come in daily and every item undergoes the real, real's meticulous authentication process. Well done. You know what I love about this? Two things. A, I love having nice things. Uh-huh. And I don't like paying full price. And I love shopping sustainably, but not sacrificing quality. Exactly. So this really covers all the bases as far as being a conscious, chic consumer is concerned. Amen to that. And consigners can try out the Real Reels white glove service for free in-home pickup. Do you wish that this existed when you were running your business? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I used to do. I know, but someone just could do it for you. Right. I used to do it. Yeah. So there we go. Longtime fans over here of shopping consignment. 
And um, you can go online, download the app, or visit one of their stores in Soho or West Hollywood, or their newest location at 870 Madison Avenue in New York. And I have to say, their West Hollywood shop is just down the way from the studio. It is. I'm a big fan, and I also really appreciate their little coffee shop called The Cafe Cafe. Oh, cute. I love a cute branded opportunity. Why not? So, you guys, it's on our LA guide officially. Go over to therealreal.com, use promo code REAL, and you will get 20% off selected items. Hey, now. Now back to the show. Each year calls for different things. Yes. And I think that you guys have to say, like, if I was to ask you, for example, my two most important roles this year is mom, wife, and then business, like all my, like the businesses that I've got, I've got to put my energy into those. And then also like maintaining my sanity, mind, body, and soul, right? So with that... Obviously, everything else is going to take a hit because there's just such a limited amount of time and energy. Does it mean that my friends aren't important to me? No. Does it mean I'm going to be as available and as... No. And I know I probably wasn't as available before anyway, clearly. (laughs) But even Nessa, right? It's just a reality of where I'm at at this time of life. But for you, Steph, what would you say that your two most important roles will be this year? Well, before I say that, I want to say something else about, Mm -hmm. about this in a general sense because... Sometimes I think people maybe don't exactly know what their priorities are. And a good way to be like become aware of that is when you're spending your time doing something, if you feel like you are wasting your time or you should be doing something else, that's always like an indicator to me. Like sometimes I'll choose Mm -hmm. like socializing over like finishing a writing project or over like doing emails or something. And I'm like, when I'm socializing, I can't enjoy it because I know that my priority is actually something else and I'm just like not dealing with it. So sometimes the the dissonance is the indicator and that can like kind of get you closer to your uh, truth of your what truth. your priority is. Yeah, yeah, like it doesn't always come in a positive mm. package. Sometimes mm. you have to experience the negative to be like, oh, actually, that's not a priority. Like I know that like going out and socializing in 2020 is not going to be something that I like make an effort for as much. See, everyone's joining my joining my own social But it's just because what I want is yeah. to work. Yep. And I want to make space for a relationship. Yep. And like I love my friends, but like you guys are all relational, having kids, getting married. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't relate to that as much anymore. And I need to like just zero in on myself. And by the way, I had to do that, which is probably why I was unsociable for a long time, to make space for a relationship, which is why for me it was work and making space for the relationship. And like exploring Yourself. areas and avenues and different social experiences mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that could lead Cultivate to that. Cultivate that. Like. Yeah. To mix it up, like get out of my comfort zone, to say yes to things that I wouldn't say yes to, to like hang out with new people, like all those things. Like that's how that space gets filled. Totally. As soon as you know what it is, then you can get clear on how you're spending your time. So listen, for those of us this year, I think a great thing that people could do, a takeaway that people could do is evaluate and review what those roles are. And look at what your main goals are for the year ahead. Don't go crazy, but just like five to ten main goals. What do you want? Do you want to travel? Do you want to experience a health goal? What is it that you want to achieve? And then look at your time every week and get real about how you're spending your time. Because you know what? Sometimes we need to do three hours on the couch with Netflix because that is taking us closer to our goal because that is the rest and the self-care that we need. And like, is there anything better in life? Oh, it's divine and just cozy <laughs> at home I'm totally in the cozy at home phase but then sometimes we need to get off our backside and go and do something and put ourselves out there in a completely different environment in order to meet different people in order to you know expand our world and potentially you know meet someone or do whatever it is that we want to do so you have to just be honest with yourself I think that's the biggest thing being honest with yourself about what you want 
and where you want to get to this year. Mm-hmm. Well beyond. said. I want to go. There's no cutting corners. No. I want to go back to kind of like the broad strokes astrology for the year, and it, I couldn't help but think about the fact that this is an election year. I know. And there seems to be a lot of dismantling. This is going to be an enormous year for America and the world at large, and this is going to be a year of great conflict and also great karma. Now, is that the karma that many people will be looking for of sort of, well, we think this person is bad and this person is bad and has done bad and that they're going to finally get their karmic payback? Potentially. But as we know from previous experiences, karma doesn't always work in the way that we think and we in the physical world can see and say, well, this is the, the, the right thing to happen is this. And so this person did a bad thing and so they're going to get reprimanded. This person did a good thing, so they're going to get rewarded. I don't, and I've ever since that election, I have just stepped away from making any kind of predictions. What I will say to you is that this year, America's chart is highlighted because of the eclipse seasons that's coming in the summer. And I very much feel like the year is starting with a political, as we know, a real political storm that's going on currently. Yes. Um, the summer is bringing another storm and fall, which is when I believe the elections are, is bringing a really intense other one. Mm. So... How does this play out? Well, it depends on those other interfering forces, right? We have to see what, there are things that no one can predict is completely beyond our control. And I wouldn't want to be predicting that. But what I would say is this dismantling will happen this year. And 2024 is when Pluto leaves Capricorn. There is a new beginning that is coming. This is the year of the reckoning. That's a brave new world that's coming. I really believe that no matter what we see this year, things will get better and things will... The destruction and the darkness has such a purpose and we have to trust it. Right. We are all becoming more awake. We're all becoming activists in our own unique way. And that wouldn't have happened had there been a different result into 2016. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at... and You have to take the good from the bad situation. How really wild that that was four years ago. I will never forget that sound bath that I did. That There was a queue around the corner of people after that election. Wow. Because people were just crying. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. I was like, I need to stop crying so I, can, I can't even vote. Yeah. I want to talk about something that you launched last year, and that's your soul astrology, which yeah. is really exciting because we have so many people reach out to us asking us for great astro sources. Yeah. And this is an incredible one that you've created. So tell us a little bit about it. Well, you know, with Soul Astrology, and I know you guys are both members, so you get, me and Stephanie were talking about some of the, the pieces from the posts and the sound baths and stuff, but it's basically cosmic consciousness and it's monthly cosmic coaching with sound baths, with meditations, with group cosmic coaching calls that I lead um, and a bunch of blogs detailing and educating everyone on every single transit that happens, but not just sort of but demystifying it, making it, speaking about it in very, very practical terms and teaching people how they can use that energy to work with the cosmos in their lives. And there are many wonderful astrologers all over the world who, you know, I'm sure you guys have had some of them on this show. Um, So we're certainly not the only ones at Soul Astrology. But what I love about Soul Astrology is I have used this exact template to create everything I've manifested in my life and am manifesting. So I know that this works and that's why I'm doing this for people. I also am very kind of aware that in the wellness world, there's a degree of privilege with, you know, things being very inaccessible to people. So I've purposely made this a low cost membership to make it that, you know, no matter who you are, this is something that you can put, you know, a few dollars towards every month and be part of something that can help you and give you so much more value. Yeah. So I really... Yeah, they'll join us. Hopefully more people will join us. Yeah, it's so fun. And enjoy the sound baths and more. 
That's so wonderful. And can we say the next phase, the new exciting announcement that I know you have that I'm the so book. thrilled about? The book. Everyone's book. writing books. I love it. Books. Um, my first book, which is all about the chakra system and how you can work with it. Again, I'm all about being practical and demystifying things is um, coming out with Penguin Random House uh, with one of their imprints uh, this summer uh, around the eclipses. So uh, I'll, yeah, I'll be sure to get you guys a copy. And I'm, you know what, guys, I gave up on that dream. I gave up on so many dreams. I gave up. I thought I wasn't gonna be able to have a baby. I thought I wasn't gonna ever be a published author. And I'm not saying it in a kind of like, oh, smug way, but I'm so grateful that I'm getting to do all these things. And that's what Soul Astrology did for me. So Well, I'm here's what it is. What? You gave up on it because you had your own ego timeline. And that's what we do to ourselves mm -hmm. is that we make judgments mm -hmm. because we think that things are supposed to happen in a certain way. No, you're, you're And right. then if we just like surrender and know that if it's there and we put the steps forward, the time of, of it is not fucking important. You're and 100%, I think, this time, divine timing. But yeah. I also think not being so attached to things, like not thinking like I have to be a mother because that's what my role is. Right. I have to be a published author because there was a degree of ego to that. I, mean, I have to be a published author because that's whatever. It's like I'm still helping people by writing inspirational stuff on Instagram. So I took my ego out of it. And mm -hmm. the mother thing was a tricky one because I've always felt like I was meant to be a mum. I mean, I mum everyone. I think I yeah. mother you guys. And they're literally um, is a somewhat of a timeline on that there is a timeline yeah. on it but even you know with that it's like miracles happen mm -hmm. if you're meant to you know if you're meant to bring in a special soul you must believe in that and be open to it but also just drop how it's going to happen and when it's going to happen mm -hmm. and who it's going to happen with and listen little asher is that two percent chance miracle who i like to share with the world for that reason just because he is a miracle He's so cute. Andy, we're so excited to kick off the year with you. Mm. Thank you, as Thank always, you. for being such a light to the show mm. and to us. Thank and you. guys, if you're in LA, follow Ambie's sound bath journey because she's always doing amazing ones around the They're city. They're at the top of the month at Wanderlust, correct? Yeah, first Friday of every month, but... Um, yeah, first Friday of every month um, at Wanderlust, Soul Astrology Love, Sound Baths. And thank you guys, because I said this a few times before, but I found my voice because of you both, because you invited me on the show. Thanks to Angie and Angie hope Baneke. to help you all in this decade and oh, beyond. Thank you. Lifelong soulmates, even if I don't socialize. <laughs> well, we'll just call you out on it. And be okay, fine. that's fine. All right. Happy Thanks New so Year, much. everyone. Bye. 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 Need to take a quick break mm -hmm. and say hi, hi to one of today's partners. We've got Sweaty Betty wow. joining us who has been shaking up the women's activewear market for 20 years with its mission to empower women through fitness and beyond. They are one of the few activewear brands to focus solely on women and their design team spends 100% of their time making sure women look and feel incredible. And I have to say... I couldn't agree more. I am feeling it. Yeah. I love the power they're, legging. They're so great. I know. It goes up to the perfect point on your waist in like cinches. Mm -hmm. There's a little drawstring. Yes. So it actually cinches. It gives like a great curve to the bod. If you have a boy bod like me and you want some curves. <laughs> and they have an all female design team that are admittedly fit and fabric obsessed. That means that every piece is tested by in-house athletes across the Sweaty Betty team from finance to marketing to ensure that it performs to the highest standards. Uh, it says even the Royals are obsessed. Kate and Peppa Middleton are huge fans. Oh, wait. And did we mention that they're doing other sporting Oh, yeah. It's not wear just workout well. stuff. It's ski stuff. It's swim Yoga, H-I-I-T. You love that All you know what things. that is. High intensity interval training. 
That's right. There we go. It's winter, guys. Check out the ski stuff. It's so cool. There's this onesie that I think I said last time that I'm just like coveting. It's so cute. So we want you to check them out. Head over to sweatybuddy.com slash podcast. That's sweatybuddy.com slash podcast. Use our code retrograde and you'll get 20% off all full priced items. It's a fun perusal of the internet shopping variety. So head over to sweatybuddy.com slash podcast and enter promo code retrograde at checkout to shop for yourself, your friends, your family. Get everyone in shape this winter season. And look cute. Yeah, I mean, that's what's really important. Now back to the show. Rose and thorn of the day. Rose and thorn? What's that? The rose is the best part of your day, and the thorn is the worst part of your day. It's rose and thorns, yeah, yeah, again. (laughs) Wow. That's a remix. Definitely put that in. Yep. So I feel like because we're on this, riding this astro wave. We are surfing the astros hanging 10. Surfing the rings of Saturn (laughs) out here in this motherfucker. Yes. Um, I wanted to rose a, something that I had posted about many a time in my story in the end of 2019 uh, when we had gotten a preview copy of this book. And now it is out for you guys to purchase for yourselves. And it is so incredible. Chani Nicholas, the astrologer who has so beautifully curated the Cosmic Playlist on Spotify. We love them. Love them. She writes amazing updates on her Instagram. Her website is very thorough. She has written a book. And I have to say, you know, as a fan of astrology for so many years, this book really breaks it down in a very accessible, palatable, normy mm-hmm. language type way. And, you know, I'm sure all, all of you have seen your own charts so you know, like, how many things are going on. By now, we're assuming if you're listening to the show... You've seen your chart. Pretty much everyone knows their own chart except for Elizabeth. (laughs) We read a moon circle on Thursday and it was like, introduce yourself by your moon sign. And she's like, I'm Taurus, right? I'm like, Jesus Christ, how do we not know this by now? Yes, you're Taurus. Some people retain information in different ways. And for me, astrology doesn't work with my brain (laughs) as well as other things. Let's say like the original Broadway cast of A Chorus Line. Okay. Lyrics will just ingrain in my head. Sure. I get it. There's just too much stuff in there. Yeah. You don't have room for me. I don't have room. (laughs) So Shani's book is called You Were Born for This. Astrology for Radical Self-Acceptance. I love the title. It's so good. And so basically what, just really quickly, it breaks down your sun, your moon, and then your ascendant and its ruler. And then it really teaches you about the houses and how all those things like fit together. And I had no idea about any of that stuff before I started reading the book. It just felt like way too much information. And now I get it more. So it's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. It's a great read. It's a good like textbook to have in your home. So that is a great source to have. Another really exciting source that we're very thrilled to be letting everyone know about. Last year, we connected with a woman by the name of Deborah Silverman. You remember her. She was on the show. We love her. We were immediately obsessed with her entire approach to astrology. And when she read us and we were just like, wow. Yeah, jaw on the floor. So she is doing a three-part video training series called Meet the Planets, Mm -hmm. where um, she'll introduce to us the basics of astrology for free. So the first episode of the video came out January 12th. There will be another on January 15th and another on January 18th. And we want you guys to all check it out. So you can use a sign up link that's on our Instagram bio, Mm -hmm. the little link tree 
thing. And also at the bottom of this episode description, and you can um, check out these videos. You will learn accessing your needle chart. You'll learn about your cosmic blueprint. You'll start the steps to discover what your chart has to say about your personality, your soul, and your purpose. She will give a description of what all the planets represent. She's talking about Mars and Jupiter in your chart. Who are they? Who, Who are, are these characters? I, I really don't know. I have no idea. But we um, know. And also, if you guys are not following Deborah on Instagram, what a joy! It's a pure delight. Yeah. And she has such a, I love how all of the different astrologers that we've had the opportunity to connect with all have a different lens in which they view the information and mm-hmm. it's all so valuable and it's, their delivery is all so fun. Like with Chani and how she does the Spotify playlist that you mentioned, they're so good. Yeah. So we are really excited to let you guys all know about these fun things we get to discover in the realm of astrology. And also, as we mentioned, Ambie has her soul astrology platform that is super affordable and we love it so much. And we're going to also link to that in the show notes. So everybody can just extend their knowledge base if they want to. It's an astrological buffet. For real. So pick what you like and go feast on it. So those are some astral roses. And I love you it. mentioned earlier, we did something really fun on Friday. Mm-hmm. We went to this bar in LA uh, where once a month they do karaoke in front of a live audience. And we're not going to say what it is because... Because we don't want anyone to go. <laughs> we don't want to blow up the spot. <laughs> yeah. Because it's too, everyone was messaging me and being like, where is this? And I was like, oh, so weird. I didn't see your message. <laughs> um, but the whole point is that I think for both of us, it made us really nervous to have to do that. Especially and, when you get up there and you realize their piano player is not playing it in your key. Yeah. And you just got to. Also, he's not here to help. Keep it going. <laughs> I'm I like, was like, this is four octaves off. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I know. I felt so bad for you. I mean, but it was really cute. You really committed and you really danced. Thanks. It was a joy to watch. When in doubt. I just put my fingers in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Shake your booty and make sure no one's up. Uh, listening. No, it was amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. It's just like really important, I think, to just do things that make you feel uncomfortable and stretch you. Absolutely. That's the thing. It's like, how often are we putting ourselves in a situation where we feel that like stage fright-esque fear? Yeah. And it feels like the stakes are so high when you can epically fail or epically win and it really doesn't matter. Exactly. Because It's such a gift. I feel like there's so many time, like, I don't know. I don't feel that as a professional, like, performer, speaker, all those things. Like we don't really get an opportunity to do that without stakes. Right. And also we're, when we are doing it, when we do have the opportunity to get up on stage and do a show, it's within our wheelhouse of we're prepared. We yeah. know what we're doing. It's just People kind of- People have paid to be there. We're, I feel like we're in our comfort zone. Yeah. Whereas singing Aretha Franklin, say a little prayer- <laughs> So are you going to do part of your world next time? Yeah, probably. <laughs> TBD. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we'll post the videos, but. Um... <laughs> but it was so fun. Thanks yeah. for bringing me oh, you're to so do welcome. that. That was no problem. a thrill yep. and terrifying mm-hmm. and all the things wrapped up in a tiny little Friday night Shabbat bow. Wow. So I'm retiring podcasting <laughs> to become a singer. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Honestly, you were so good. I would be in full support. I mean, don't the retire trick, this show. The trick is finding something in your fucking key. That's literally and it. And I learned that lesson. And I watched my video and you could hear you and the other girl in the background yelling, it wasn't in my key. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, not over my song. <laughs> um, okay, what a great show. I'm excited for everyone to reflect on what happened this weekend and see if it aligns with what Ambie said and um, blessings for 2020. You're moving forward. That's right. 
Thanks so much to Ambi, and we will see you guys next week if you feel like it. Oh, wait, before we go, yeah. we do need to mention that we're going to be in New York yes. in the beginning of February, and we're going to be doing an event um, with Lauren Handel Zander and uh, The Void. It's going to be on February 5th at 6 p.m. at the Interface New York City. That's also going to be in our link tree, and we're going to be doing a conversation with Lauren and we're going to be talking about love, sex, and dating. And all of us have our own obvious specific viewpoints, experiences, pitfalls, all the things. So it's going to be a really fun conversation. We're super excited. So um, I go. mean, is there anything better than hearing Lauren Zander talk? Literally. <laughs> and also tell you what's up. Exactly. She does not sugarcoat, but she tells the truth. And it's it's such an amazing learning experience. And Elizabeth and I have both been doing the Handel Method. And so we're really stoked to be partnering with them. So just go over to our link tree and check out all these things. Amen to that. All right. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.